0: This is the Satin Lounge. Breathe it in. Tonight's guest inside Pillow Talk is a New Jersey native and a film archivist and he's the author of the permanent biography on the late legendary actress and sex symbol of the 50s and even early uh, 1960s, Jane Mansfield. His book is called Diamonds to Dust, The Life and Death of Jane Mansfield. And he's also an actor who's appeared on shows like TV Land's Myths and Legends, the BBC's Living Famously, and Law and Order special Victims Unit Starring Mariska Hargitay Which uh, will tie all of this together For you in just a bit Satin Lounge please Help me welcome actor and author Frank Yo. Ferruccio That's the Italian yep, thing going yep, right real. Ferruccio. Yeah. Uh, welcome Frank Thank you so much for joining us In the Satin Lounge
1: and thank you very much for having me as a
0: guest. Yeah, what an intriguing story you have, both yours and this uh, biography that you've written. You've been working in sectors of the entertainment industry for a long time. Very uh, long. Yeah, you're sort of an a, a aficionado of uh, popular culture. And uh, before we jump into this fascinating biography that you've written about Jane Mansfield, can we learn a little bit more about you? Is that cool? Sure. Can we talk about Frank... I read um, that you had spent some time working with another legend in music, Joan Jett. Um, yeah. you are huge fans of hers. Could you tell us more about your journey in music? You worked on a couple of albums with her, is that right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Joan's awesome. Yes, you know, she is. Uh,
0: what were you doing for her?
1: You name it, basically did everything from being her bodyguard, driving her to gigs, mm-hmm. um, picking up her dry cleaning, to actually working in the office and, you know, um, yeah. doing mailers, filling orders. Then I became, like, the head of the, uh, you know, the artist and development department.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Wow. So, it was kind of like the whole entire establishment was undergoing a uh, overturn and uh, the whole staff had been let go. So okay. we kind of like rebuilt it and restructured it. Mm-hmm.
0: Wow, well, um, I bet she's ever so grateful for your assistance in that. I would hope to think so. No. I,
1: I, I, I love Joan.
0: <laughs> the albums Naked and Center were the two albums that Frank uh, worked closely with Joan Jett yeah. on. So go yeah. and add those to your collections at Lounge if you haven't already. Uh, Frank, in 2009, you founded Frank Ferruccio. Did I get it right? Yes, yes. Ferruccio Enterprises, uh, which um, works significantly in the motion picture industry with film archiving and film preservation. When did you get your interest in preserving the legacy of the classic cinema? When did that begin? What drew you to the classics like this? Mainly
1: through my parents. My parents had me when they were, like, almost in their 50s.
0: Wow, really?
1: You know, it was like, like, my sister is 17 years older than me. Okay. So it's like, they kind of were, like, really about you know mm-hmm. uh, raising another child. I was like the oops baby, you know. <laughs> the oops. And I and you know they didn't really yeah. do kid things. So yeah. I watched their movies, which were
0: classics. classics. Yes, makes sense.
1: Instead of going to see Bedknobs and Broomsticks and things that were popular mm-hmm. Disney stuff, I got to I went to the movies to go see The Way We Were mm-hmm. with Barbara Streisand yeah. and, and um, Mame with Lucille Ball. Wow,
0: what a rich history that is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming the classics. We're thinking uh, uh, Lucille Ball, as you mentioned, and obviously Jane Mansfield from that era. When yeah, did I, were you first introduced to her and her? It work?
1: was actually Marilyn first.
0: Marilyn. My, first.
1: my mm-hmm. mom was a big Marilyn Monroe fan, so yeah. we watched all of her movies. She became a, a, a very, you know, a favorite of mine. I'd always come across. Um, Jane Mansfield's name and be very curious because she was always, you know, compared to. Right. And then later really presented as a rival. So I became very curious mm-hmm. to who could rival Marilyn
2: Monroe. Exactly.
1: <laughs> and um, when I first saw a picture of her, it's like my heart stopped. I wow. was like taken back by her beauty.
0: <laughs> wow.
1: Gorgeous woman, mm-hmm. and she had a very, very fascinating, very interesting life.
0: That was what motivated you for writing her biography. Is that
1: absolutely? You- um, back in the eighties when I really was like at the height of my collecting, mm-hmm. um, Marilyn was all over the place as right. she is today. Mm-hmm. Um, Jane had had a resurgence in the eighties, but she was more like a cult icon, mm-hmm. and. I always looked at Jane as she should have been just as popular as Marilyn, just as big as Marilyn, because she had a much more fascinating life, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. She was just as big of a star. You know, she was the most photographed woman in the world. They always say Marilyn Monroe was the most photographed, but Jane Mansfield, by far.
0: I found your biography fascinating. I had no idea that uh, Jane Mansfield had done twice the number of movies that Marilyn had done. Well, she
1: didn't do twice, but she did the same amount.
0: She did the same amount of movies. Yeah, Why same, did she
1: exactly to the to the number twenty nine?
0: She did twenty nine films, and she was in a lot of print. Oh my uh, god! Did, did tons of advertising, so oh, her face wait. was literally everywhere.
1: Self promotion—that's how she got to be. The star that she became was through self promotion. She was kind of like the Madonna mm-hmm. of the 60s. Mm-hmm. She pushed the envelope.
0: She was a wild card. Actor. Yes, she was. She,
1: she <laughs> so it everything was the trailblazer. You... She really was. She was the trailblazer. Yeah. She, she didn't like the word no mm-hmm. and she would rebel against it. She loved life mm-hmm. and she was a very sexual woman and she didn't have any shame in that.
0: No. You know, Back in the
1: 50s, it was like such a taboo thing to talk about sex, and Jane started pushing the envelope from the very beginning.
0: She certainly did. I, I was, uh, while I was reading your your book, I went to YouTube to find out more about her. You reintroduced her to me, and I found a clip here that I want to play for you guys at Lounge. Um, she was in an interview with Robert Robinson. It's a, an interview taken back in 1960, um, and He asked her about being a sex symbol and what that term meant. Sex
1: appeal is a wonderful, warm, womanly, healthy feeling. If you're a woman, it's womanly. If you're not, it's manly. Does it come from inside, Miss you? It comes only from inside. It is nothing that's manufactured. It has nothing to do with measurements or lipstick color. It, it To me, it's cleanliness and youth and an effervescent desire to enjoy life. That's what sex appeal is to me.
0: Fascinating. That I like that definition, uh, Frank, of a sex symbol. And you wrote in your book uh, a shocking little uh, thing that she had done with, what's the actress' name? Uh, Sophia Loren. Sophia, yeah, Sophia Loren. Yeah,
1: it's an infamous, it's probably the most known picture of yeah. Jane Mansfield ever still. <laughs> right. It was a welcome to Hollywood party for mm-hmm. Sophia Loren, who mm-hmm. had been signed by Jane and Marilyn studio, 20th Century Fox. Mm-hmm. Jane wasn't even invited to yeah. the party, uh-huh. but she crashed it. She crashed the party. And she did it because they were touting her publicity as Sophia Loren having the most beautiful bosom in the world.
2: <laughs> really? And Jane,
1: and Jane said, well, that can't be. Jane literally crashed the party. You know, she even went to the to the wardrobe department at 20th Century Fox, mm-hmm. got a dress that was made for her for publicity. Mm-hmm. She had about five inches of the bust line removed. Like it was like right at the nipple, right, right at the nipple length, right. So, I mean, like when so when she walked, mm-hmm. it's like she'd give everybody a peekaboo, exactly, you know, exactly. But she did it on purpose, and she went and introduced herself. And Sophia Loren at that time couldn't talk English very well. Mm-hmm. And she went over and introduced herself and knew mm-hmm, exactly right. what she was
0: gonna do. And Leaning gonna... into the greeting. Hello, how are you?
1: And yeah and she literally was, was full out. Sophia Laurent is a great picture of Sophia Laurent staring right into her bus line because it's like right there in her face, you know.
0: Right. Right. So
1: that was one of her, her most scandalous. Um, it was on every newspaper, every magazine. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it was like, yeah. uh, again, it was taboo because it was the 50s. Right. And, you know, right. it was featured in Playboy.
0: Speaking of Playboy, she posed for Playboy how many years in a row? Um, many, was, many, many. She, she was their starlet.
1: She was considered their Valentine girl mm-hmm. every February. Wow. She was the playmate. Of the year for 1955, mm-hmm. and then she posed from 1955 through 1964 um, mm-hmm. every February. They did a uh, an updated, you know, picture.
0: Wasn't segment. Hugh Hefner arrested for? Yes, he some... was. He was. He is the only had...
1: Playboy playmate in history that uh-huh. got Hugh Hefner arrested for obscenity.
0: <laughs> wow. <laughs>
1: Because they had done a segment, they had done a, an issue called, the and it's still, to this day, it was the highest populated or highest selling issue in, in Playboy's history still. Wow. And it was called The Nudist Jane Mansfield. She was the first American actress to um, appear in a movie with a nude scene mm-hmm. in 1963.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And that was pushing the envelope, but they covered it in Playboy, and that that um issue was a scandal
0: right in 19 the
1: Catholic Church banned wow banned they banned the movie
0: definitely a trailblazer cuz we see yeah. nudity you know frontwards backwards and every other way nowadays but back then jane mansfield was a pioneer absolutely for just embracing your own sexuality and not being ashamed of it? Is, is that how you Plus, no,
1: she was it? a mother. You know, she was a right. mother already. She had At that point, she had had three children. She had two more before she died, so she was a mother of five.
0: Right. And as I mentioned before, when I said, um, you know, you would have been an actor on uh, Law & Order, I had no idea that Jane Mansfield was Mariska's mother. And she plays Olivia
1: and everybody knows and everybody, everybody knows, knows her Olivia Benson right you know everybody knows that show it's on like almost 24 hours a day on yeah, every and network.
0: there was a marathon of shows I w- was watching them all weekend and and I was just staring and at her awesome. going he, she looks like her mother too.
1: Yes, she does. She and does. She's a one. She's a wonderful woman. She's she is an incredible actress. Mm-hmm. I think that her mother would have been envious of her talent that Mariska had, <laughs> because she's a master of the craft.
0: Mm-hmm. She really is. Would you say, not to add controversy, but would you say that, you know, when I see uh, Mariska in photographs and so forth, she she seems to like she consciously dresses differently and her characters are really strong women they yeah. are not, they don't really sell sex, so to
1: speak. Yeah, you know, because because being, you know, in the beginning she embraced being Jane Mansfield's daughter to open doors mm-hmm. and they expected a sex symbol. Right. You know, they expected a blonde with mm-hmm. a big bus line mm-hmm. and then when she walked in the room she said, oh my God, they were mm-hmm. like so disappointed because wow. <laughs> there I am, this brunette you know, with a so-so body, yeah. and they were disappointed. You know, so so really, I mean, it might have opened doors being her daughter, but really Mariska made it on her talent.
0: Right. And, and you know, Jane <laughs> was talented in other ways. She wasn't yes. really a dumb blonde at all, was she? No, she was not. Yeah, she, she, was, she had an IQ of 163 or, <laughs> mm-hmm, or yeah, something. She like.
1: she she could speak five languages wow. fluently.
0: Mother and she of five played
1: the piano and the violin. Yes. So she was anything but a dumb blonde. She, so she was playing like, down her she, intelligence to become a star.
0: for the time. She mm-hmm. she played it down for the time. Yep. Much as Marilyn Monroe did, much as mm-hmm. a lot of
1: So in essence she was a really great actress because she wasn't at all mm-hmm. like a Dumb Blonde. That mm-hmm. was all an actor routine. Mm-hmm. And the real Jane was somebody entirely different.
0: The real Jane had the most fascinating life. Oh, yeah. Uh, that you could read about. Uh, yes. Again, if you're just joining us, we are. Uh, speaking with author Frank Ferruccio, who's the author of the biography he's written, Diamonds to Dust The Life and Death of Jane Mansfield. In this book, there are so many fascinating things that happened to her in real life that you would swear was a film. You mm-hmm. know, um, she was stranded out on, in the sea with uh, her in husband, Caribbean, Mickey.
1: With her husband.
0: What? Can you share a little bit about that from the yeah, book? Yeah, it
1: was actually. Now, because Jane was always. Known for publicity, they thought it was a publicity stunt. Yeah, yeah. And it really wasn't. Mm-hmm. And her and her husband were water skiing, and the boat had capsized, and mm-hmm. they were out there for like 36 hours. They were missing a presumed debt. In, in the ocean, night and the day. Ocean. Mm-hmm. And, and, that and it was survived. all over the newspapers. Wow. And then they found them. They were actually floating on the capsized
0: boat. Oh my god! And this is this is a true story. This mm-hmm. is the story of her life. And I mean, that's
1: just not even the tip of the iceberg. No,
0: that's it's not. I'm not event. even. You know, <laughs> I mean, her her son gets attacked by a lion. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's stuff in here that I'm going. Really?
1: I know. <laughs> you know? I know. And then you know, it, Jane was so good at at like the scandal and getting mm-hmm. publicity that you know people began to doubt whether or not. It was true, mm-hmm. or if it was a publicity stunt gone wrong. But you mm-hmm. know, yeah, she's had she had quite a quite a turbulent life. Only lived thirty four years, but boy, With, did she uh, yeah. 34 she really years really li- lived a life
0: and her death being tragic as well uh, and yeah and that's the most horrible the most of- horrible right she's just this is a really fascinating read Frank I was reintroduced to this woman I had no idea uh, the levels of her celebrity and personal life, how how influential she was. Yeah, she was. To, to culture. And,
1: you know, her daughter, her oldest daughter, Jane Marie Mansfield, mm-hmm. she was quoted in an A&E interview that, you know, you may not have been able to name one single movie that her mother had made, but it was damn well for sure that you knew who Jane Mansfield was. Mm
0: hmm. Well listen, we have to take a a break but when we come back um, we're going to speak more with Frank and talk about how he's turning this biography, this book he's written into a film and the more I'm sure the more we speak about Jane her life was a movie and also featured on the soundtrack of this film, one of your favorites, you love her, so do I Uh, she's featured on the soundtrack and we'll come back and talk more about uh, who that is You don't want To miss this You're listening to The Set Lounge With Kieran A. We'll be back Don't move Director of the film Apathy. Hi, I'm Marina Rice Bader, president of Soulkiss Films. I want to thank the lovely Kia Renee and the Satin Lounge. Do I have your attention? Do I have your attention? Do I have your attention? This is Saucy Monkey. And we love Kia Renee. Hey, yeah. Breathe it in.
1: Hi, this is Frank Ferruccio. I'm the author of Diamonds to Dust The Life and Death of Jane Mansfield. This is the best of The Satin Lounge with Kia Renee.
0: You are listening to The Satin Lounge with Kia Renee. It's an exciting night here. We are back with author of Diamonds to Dust, The Life and Death of Jane Mansfield. Frank Ferruccio, welcome back. Hi, how are you? I'm wonderful. We've been talking all night uh, about what uh, this fascinating life of this legendary actress. Frank also um, has a treat for us. The soundtrack of this beautiful film that he has created as an adaptation of the book, correct?
2: Yes.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And uh, one of your favorites is is she the music composer of the entire soundtrack?
1: Yes, yes she is.
0: Well, who's helping you out?
1: It's Gerald Orsino.
0: (laughs) Gerald, indeed.
1: GeraldMusic.com. Oh, wow.
0: We know her well. Gerald Orsino, uh, she'll be working closely with Frank on the soundtrack of this beautiful film. So, Obviously, you couldn't tell at all, so you're putting it in a film? Or or what was your motivation?
1: You know, there hadn't been a film done on Jane, except for the one that was done. It was a TV movie in 1980 with mm-hmm. um, Lonnie Anderson and Arnold Schwarzenegger, right. his first movie. Mm-hmm. And it was really, you know, poorly poorly based on fact Okay, and it really only dealt with the rise of her stardom, not like the turbulent and the years up to her death. Mm-hmm. So I really kind of wanted to make a movie that picked up where the other one left off, or okay. what it left out. Right. Because it was because it's an independent film, I didn't have I don't have to worry about you know the censorship. Right. So I really wanted to. Jane had a really juicy life.
0: Well, what are some of the highlights that you're going to share with us? In the oh, film? my
1: God. There's so many. Uh-huh. I mean, she was, you know, a Playboy playmate, which is incredible because she was a mother of five, mm-hmm. and she was, you know, Pamela Anderson of the time, mm-hmm. and she was the first American actress to peer nude in a in a major in U.S. A major film. film. Mm-hmm. Um, she was stranded in the Caribbean with her husband, Mickey Hargitay.
0: Oh, you're show that great.
1: She was presumed dead. Her son, uh, Zoltan Hargitay, was mauled by a lion and almost died. He was in a coma. Mm
0: -hmm. Are you going to be biased or are you going to just tell the facts? There were some raw things about her that not everyone loved. Is that right?
1: Very much so. I am pretty raw in in the screenplay. Mm -hmm. I. I'm friends with her family, which of course makes it difficult.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, How did that happen? How did you end up being embraced by the Mansfield family?
1: Through actually, it's through the former fan club president uh, from the 1980s, Sabin Gray. Mm-hmm. Um, he is—he really is the the source of all information on Jane Mansfield. And he actually basically taught me and mm-hmm. brought me under his his wing and introduced me to... He brought me to Mariska's house when she still lived with her father and stepmother. Mm-hmm. So I actually met Jane Mansfield's three children and her ex-husband, like, all at the same time when I was 16. Wow. You know, Mariska and I hit it off. Mm-hmm. Um, immediately. And, you know, Mariska was in the car with her mother when her mother was killed. Yeah. She, she was in the back seat asleep with her bro- two brothers.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And if they hadn't been asleep on the back seat, they probably would have been killed as well. Right. But, you know, she was only three, so she, she didn't remember she, any of the accident. Right. But, unfortunately, with that, she didn't have too many memories of her mother. Do you, you, know. do you
0: consider your work as a way to preserve Jane's memory for the children? Well,
1: yeah. The main reason for doing this is really for the public. I really don't don't want Jane to be forgotten. Mm-hmm. You know, she's been dead longer than she lived.
2: Mm-hmm. You know, she's
1: been dead 47 years. She lived 34 years. Mm-hmm. She was an incredible woman, and she seems to always slip through the cracks mm-hmm. of when it comes to sex symbols and incredible actresses and women of the 50s and 60s, -hmm. she's, you know, she always came close but would miss the list or by a lot of critics wouldn't make the list because they considered her a joke. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I want to firmly plant her, you know, in the public eye for eternity.
0: Mm. Wow. Well, you're a huge collector of her... Artifacts of so Jane's artifacts, and are we going to see anything original in the film?
1: Yes, there's there's plenty. Um, I have I'm using 34 of her actual outfits, wow. her actual uh, personal outfits, couple screen used outfits, wow. um, shoes, boots that belong to her, jewelry, um, mm-hmm. wigs, her red leather desk mm-hmm. that Mickey Hargitay built for her mm-hmm. for her pig mansion now torn down the pink palace Mm -hmm. I'm actually talking right now on her telephone (laughs) wow I'm talking on her her pink 1960s like rotary um telephone that used to be wow hello um, Jane. in her house yes so she actually talked on this phone um and we used it in the movie we used everything in the movie I actually had tracked down the owners of um her 1959 Cadillac El Dorado convertible, mm-hmm. and they were kind enough to actually bring it here wow. um, for me to use it in the film. Wow. So there's a lot of Jane in this movie. Right,
0: and there's obviously is a lot of people who love and remember her to have donated some of these things and items to, to help preserve.
1: I will say that Jane left a lasting impression on a lot of people, right. and... The fans today, the people that remember her, they adored her. Mm -hmm. She was the the quintessential movie star. She really never forgot what it was like to be a fan.
0: Have you experienced any challenges in uh, controversy or anything in creating?
1: Well, you know, the first challenge, of course, was finding an actress that could play...
0: And you believe you found one?
1: Well, I mean, I auditioned. I went through the auditioning process of 600 actresses.
0: Oh, my gosh. Wow.
1: And I really found the perfect one. Her name is Hayley Heisick, and Mm -hmm. she is incredible. Wow. And she really got it. Plus, the most amazing thing is that on the day of wardrobe fitting day was that the first you know, thing that she tried on of Jane's. It was actually Jane's. She fit perfectly. Wow. <laughs> Which, you know, when you have a body of, yeah. you know, a 42 bus line with a 24-inch waist, uh-huh. you know, that, that and 38-inch, and you know, hips, I mean, that's mm-hmm. a, that's a, an hourglass figure. That's hard to fill.
0: Yeah, she's... <laughs> that's and a Haley, nice figure. I'll tell you,
1: Haley, really, I mean, she, she's amazing. This Excellent. is a challenging role.
0: Excellent. Well, when are you going to deliver the project? When can we see it? Where? When? And how? Well,
1: people can, um, you know, check for updates mm-hmm. on the official site, which is diamondstodustthemovie.com. Mm-hmm. We're also on Facebook um, under Diamonds to Dust and uh, Twitter as well.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I wanted a movie that people that knew nothing about Jane Mansfield would be totally captured by. Mm hmm. And well, the Gerald, you know, she's done a great job with the score, and we actually um, re-recorded um, Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds by the Beatles.
2: Wow.
1: Um, Aaron Barcelo, who is one of the actors in the film, who has an incredible voice. He um, and Gerald both um, re-recorded it, and it's amazing. Wow. I think it's going to be a great every a movie that everybody's going to want to see.
0: Uh, Diamonds to Dust the Movie for updates to find out more about when this schedule, uh, what's happening with the film and the development, and where we're going to be able to see it. Frank Ferruccio for all things Jane Mansfield as mm-hmm. man, Frank <laughs> Ferruccio. You have a website too, Frank Yes, and uh, I also am
1: a you know a talent. Uh, Agent and manager, and I have a site, Frank Ferruccio Enterprises.com. Can you spell this your license. I'm producing this film. You know, this is my first mm-hmm. venture where I'm producing and, the whole thing.
0: So you're independently doing it all?
1: Yeah, yeah, but awesome. I mean, I, I really went all out.
0: They can keep up with you at uh, Diamonds to Dust, the movie.com. Movie. Or, or
1: the Facebook page, Diamonds to Dust. Um, but the movie will definitely be out next year in 2014, you know, whether it be mm-hmm. limited theatrical mm-hmm. and DVD or Blu-ray and downloads, um, or full theatrical, which I hope.
0: Awesome. Is there anything else you want to say uh, to your friends, your family, your supporters? Uh,
1: um, to all the actors in the film, mm-hmm. my director, Rob Villano, um, you know, thank you, everyone, for working so hard Haley, Mike, uh, Rocco, all, you know, all, uh, Adrian, all the main actors in the film. Everybody gave it their role.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: I so appreciate all of that because they actually brought the whole story to life.
0: Amazing. I cannot wait to see this. I, I read the book. I enjoyed it. Uh, I can't, cannot wait to see it on film.
1: People want a precursor and want to read either book. They can get them on Amazon.com, Am- Diamonds to Dust, or... Did Success Spoil Jane Mansfield? Those are the two books.
0: All right. Well, thank you again for coming and immersing, truly immersing us inside the world of Jane Mansfield Um, for the last few days. As I mentioned before, I have kind of felt like I've gotten to know her up close and personal through your words and your biography that you've written for her. Uh, Long live her legacy, you know. I hope. I really hope and pray. And yours, Frank. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Yours as well. I want to thank you so much for coming and sharing uh, your stories with us tonight. Uh, Come back anytime, especially once the film is out. And uh, you're welcome to to share with us all your updates of what's going on. I would love to do that. Um, The website to keep up with uh, Gerald is geraldmusic.com. That's J E R Y L music.com. Keep up with the film at diamonds to dust the movie.com and Frank at Frank
1: or Frank Ferruccio And
0: Ferruccio is spelled
1: F E R R U C C I O.
0: <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, their deets and their links are at the satinlounge.com. Thank you so much, Frank. Thank you. All right. You're listening to the Satin Lounge with Kia Renee. Uh, It's been an amazing journey. Thank you, Jane Mansfield.